Welcome to my fifth episode of Moving to the Bluegrass, a podcast about Lexington, Kentucky, its neighborhoods, and its people. I'm Kim Zander, and I'm here with Carrie Lewis. Carrie, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. And I'm so grateful, Carrie, because you have been so gracious to um, record my podcast for me. And not only that, but I asked you to be my guest, and you said yes. And then I invited myself to your house, <laughs> and you said yes. It's fine. Everybody <laughs> invites themselves to my house. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. No, that, I mean, this is, this is where I record the majority of my podcasts. I mean, I call this Fort Lewis Studios. And we're in the bourbon room at Fort Lewis Studios. So, you know, this is where I record Girls Beer Sports most of the, mo- now, most of the time. I'm usually at, at another co-host house, but since all this started in March. But um, I record Hungry in Kentucky here. I record Bourbon and Bad Opinions here. So this is kind of where all the magic happens. I imagine you do have a lot of magic in here. And so I... Uh, I'm not a lover of bourbon, but I love your bourbon room. I am so impressed by it. And I live with a bourbon lover. um, And seeing your massive display of these collector bottles of Blanton's and E.H. Taylor and... I don't even know what's in this room. I'm surrounded by these these um, amazing bottles that you've collected over the years and very impressed by them. I see some Weller over there. Um, and I think uh, we'd have a hard time with this collection in our basement. I think that my husband would pop them open and drink them. Yeah, okay. So first of all, I wouldn't say they're my collection <laughs> necessarily. Um, the funny thing that, that we joke about is the fact that uh, my husband, John, who I also call the CFO, um, he's the one who collects the bourbon. That's his thing. I get to buy the podcast stuff, do all the podcast stuff. And, you know, so my thing is podcasting and his thing is bourbon. So, you know, we kind of, we kind of have our thing that we well, get to do. It's, it's a great but, thing. You know, in terms of collecting, yeah, um, I would say 90% of the stuff in this room you can't drink. Because somebody would be like, why did you drink that? It's That's a collector item. Well, you would probably, number one, you would be asked to leave. Number two. Oh, you can't drink it because that's your rule. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not just mine. It is, I call this looking bourbon, right? It's mm-hmm. for looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if, if you know, we, we have a big derby party every year here and everybody knows that you, what they can drink and what they're, you know, what they're not allowed to touch or whatever. Um, and you would, you would be asked to leave and you would ask never to be, you know, return again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think I've talked about the story and my husband loves to tell the story. It will never die. Um, and actually we're here to talk about, um, about Andover Hills and we're going to get to that mm-hmm. in just a minute. Yeah. Um, your subdivision where your house is, but I'll just go ahead and lay it out out there of, of how I um, do not understand the bourbon the way a person who drinks bourbon does. And one time my husband was gifted a bottle of Pappy. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was given to him by someone uh, in, in the workforce mm-hmm. and as a thank you for all of the work that he and his team had done. And my husband had a team party to celebrate their wonderful year that they had. And he was in the basement and I was on the first floor. And uh, I thought, you know, after a, a glass or two of wine, I was feeling very generous. And I thought, these are the people, these women that work for him. And they were men that worked for him too. And they were downstairs in the basement. I was upstairs with the women. And I thought, mm-hmm. these are people that helped him have a great year. And he got this bottle of Pappy as a celebration of the great year that he had. Why don't we all have a sip? 
And I didn't have any shot glasses upstairs, so I pulled out some Dixie cups and poured just a tiny little bit, just a tiny little bit in the Dixie cups. And he walked upstairs, and we've been married for 30 years next month, and I don't know that he's ever really been mad at me, except for that one time. And, you know, I mean, I, I can see that, and that's fair. And, and I actually show you where we keep our our stash of Pappy. It's not out in the open. I'll, I'll show you the secret location after we get done recording. But to tell you the truth, um, you know, because I do bourbon bad opinions, and we talk about bourbon and, and that kind of thing, in, uh, you know, twice a month. And just having gotten into the bourbon world as it is, Pappy's not that great. Oh, yeah? I might, you know, people may be like, oh, whatever, but it's it's true. For the money, there are way better bourbons out there. Um, Way better bourbons out there for the money, first of all. And second of all, it, it's kind of taken on this, this mystique, mm-hmm, right? That mm-hmm. now, the bottles that we have are old. Mm-hmm. They're old bottles. Um, think the juice in them the bourbon um, juice is what, you know, the lingo in the bourbon world is different than what is being produced now. Okay. So, you know, I can, I can respect the fact that he did get upset because it's, 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 an, ex- <laughs> it's, right, it's, an, it's an expensive <laughs> bottle of bourbon, right? Yeah. But it's expensive in the fact that I think people have kind of uh, t- t- tacked on, attached this mythos to it okay. to where the bourbon is actually not, as great as as the myth makes it out to be. Well, my um, so I've I've tried bourbon in different ways with you know bourbon and coke, bourbon shots. Don't like it. I even tried a mint julep and I don't like that. But um, my daughter's favorite bourbon is Four Roses, and I tried that with a little bit of soda once, and I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, see, what and I think about Four Roses. I'm not a huge Four Roses fan, honestly. We've had a couple again. We had a couple on Bourbon and Bad Opinions that we were um, blinded on. That actually, I was surprised that I liked because I'm not a Four Roses fan. Um, now, I will tell you, it's funny, with the with the Pappy and the Van Winkle and all of that, we used to buy it off the shelf for 30 bucks and take wow. it and take it to football tailgates and drink it in Coke. You had Pappy at football tailgates. Uh-huh. You could buy it off the wow. shelf for 30 bucks back in back in the early, the late 90s, early 2000s. Unbelievable. And then it kind of it, and then it kind of, you know, it took off with this this myth and all mm-hmm. of this stuff. Um, so yeah, I well, What's your favorite? See, everybody always asks me that and that's like a t- it's a tough question. It just it, depends on the mood you're in. It does. It depends on the mood and like, you know, there's some really good ones out there that are lower shelf, like um, the Heaven Hill Green Label six year is really good. You can get that for like $30. Um, I'm kind of looking on our open shelf now because stuff that we haven't finished from Bourbon and Bad Opinions kind of sits over there. People leave it. That old tub, um, that's actually not terrible. That's uh, probably about a $35 bottle of bourbon and it's not, it's really not bad. Um, old Forester. Uh, makes make nineteen twenty is a really good bourbon for the price point. What is that chicken cock? Chicken cock is chicken cock, <laughs> but actually, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. To, no, to tell you the truth, it's a fairly decent bourbon. It's yeah. fairly solid, and it's it's again the price point is not that expensive. It really isn't. Um, so, you know, Buffalo Trace. John's a big Buffalo Trace fan. Um, he likes the Woodford Blantons if he can mm-hmm, get it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for a little bit of bourbon knowledge. Um, Now let's talk about your subdivision. So you are in Andover Hills. 
And I have shown houses over here. I've sold houses over here. But this is not the area where I live. So you live here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I expect that you have more knowledge than I do. Even though I'm a realtor, I, I dabble in all sure. the different areas. Yeah. But you live here. So I'm, I'm looking at a map of all these different little subdivisions that I've shown houses in. And to me, it's all kind of the same area. But I know it's not. There's always distinctive things that separate uh, different subdivisions, like in Beaumont, you've got Beaumont Reserve and Beaumont Enclave and Beaumont Sanctuary, Beaumont Crossings, Beaumont. I can tell you all the differences between those. Can you tell me any of the main differences, or or are they all kind of the same, of Andover Hills, Andover Forest, Brighton East, Autumn Ridge? Um. So, so yeah, so it, it is. This is a really, I, I would say, almost eclectic neighborhood kind of. In the fact that you've got, you've got a lot of different styles of houses. You've got a lot of different price points of houses. Um, you know, I feel like that we're kind of in the middle price point area. Okay. But then if you go down Forest Hill and kind of on, you know, down, if you go down Forest Hill but t- towards Todd's Road there, there's, you know, smaller uh, single family houses, mm-hmm. right, that I think are probably 120, 140,000. Probably. So, Probably not 120. You can't find anything for 120 anymore. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, but, you know, like probably somewhere in the 140, okay. you know, but but because they are, they're smaller one, mm-hmm. you know, one one family houses, I guess. And then you've got some, some uh, condos or whatever, townhouses, townhouses, because mm-hmm. we actually, we moved to Dabney Drive in 2002 to a townhouse okay. over there. And we stayed there, and then we were looking for a house in 2005, and I think we looked over off, we looked over in Heartland, we looked some off like Manowar, Tates Creek area, and then we were just kind of driving around back up in the neighborhood, and then started looking around here. And I really like this area, partly because there are huge backyards, Okay. Yeah, that's, huge that's backyards. To have in Lexington. This this neighborhood, like almost every single house in this neighborhood, has a big backyard. Which yes, in in a neighborhood like that's that's laid out like this, um, that is a it's a pretty um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, exclusive not exclusive, but uh, it's an, a kind of anomaly to have the, as big of a backyard mm-hmm. as we have. Because I grew up with a big backyard, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of something I was looking for. Right. Right. But, um, you know, and I'm looking at the year bills, just a little side note here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got the, I've got a printout of all the homes that have sold in the past year in Andover Hills and the ages or the years that these houses were built were 1994 through, it looks like around 1999 or so. And, uh, there's one in 2000, but, um, that's probably also why the yards are a little bit bigger. The ones that are built in the 2000s, mm-hmm. the yards are smaller. Yeah. Typically. So, yes. So, so, you know, like I was saying, you, there's a very eclectic mix of people around here and you have rentals. There are rental houses around here too, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not just exclusively because I think across the street, there's a rental from us and then two or three houses down, there's a rental, but I think like the price point on the rental is like $1,500 a month. There's one here for 1800 Yeah. So and it looks like only... I've got, uh, in the past year, there was 40 homes that sold, and uh, only one of those was a rental. Okay. Um, and it's 1800 a month. Uh, square foot is 2078 mm-hmm. Um, So, So you've got a, some rentals, but not like a majority of rentals. Right. It's not a majority. 
what would you say is the how does Andover Hills compare to Andover Forest? So again, I think it's probably square footage, um, size of the houses, and you know the price point on the houses. Would Andover Forest be the higher price? Yes. Point? <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest question and probably anybody that's listening that's familiar with what's been going on in this area recently is what is the latest update on the golf and clubhouse because there was a you had um what is it called andover golf and country club i think so yeah and it um it sold well it went it went under went bankrupt so when we moved here in 05, you know, we've been here since 05. And I had to say, too, that um, if you go back off of Winter Hill Lane, which is a couple of streets over, there are actually some houses that were built by Jimmy Nash mm-hmm. back there mm-hmm. in in the, the in around 2006, mm-hmm. 2007. Um, so I think that that's probably the the um, or the latest part of the neighborhood. Okay. And I don't think I don't think they're going to build any more houses over here. I don't think there's any more room because of the golf course thing. <laughs> yeah, cuz there was a last article I pulled up they were thinking about putting some townhouses on that. Uh, uh, yeah. So so the golf course went under and I this is it's been several years ago. Um, I, I can't tell you the exact date cause I honestly don't remember. So the golf back and forth for a while. Yeah. So the golf course goes under and I kind of experienced this growing up where I had a big backyard that backed up to a giant wood wooded area mm-hmm. that we played in all the time. And when I was a teenager, whoever owned it finally sold it and mm-hmm. they bulldozed it and put condos oh, back there. Beautiful. And it just, it, it sucked. I, you know, cause we played back there growing mm-hmm. up. It was great having a, having woods behind you and, and whatever. Yeah. We're taught in real estate never to put on your marketing remarks, backs to green space because right. that could change. <laughs> right. So, so, you know, there, there are a lot of people around here, you know, they, they're pretty active and we do have a homeowners association. Mm-hmm. And I will say that the people who are in the homeowners homeowners association are pretty active mm-hmm. in in terms of you know with the the um vice president president mm-hmm. that kind of thing and so they were they were going to the meetings to the planning and zoning meetings and that kind of thing and you know they were really 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 concerned that developers were going to buy up mm-hmm. all this green space because the golf course is in various pieces mm-hmm. around so if you go down just a little ways from us there's kind of you can go either way on the golf course and then go up and then go underneath Todd's Road. Can we and, do a little side note real quick? Sure. And tell me, like, can you describe where Andover Hills is? So then we'll be talking about taking a sure. little detour. Yeah. Like, how would you describe Andover Hills location wise? So location wise, it's it's right off Todd's Road. Okay. It's right right off Todd's Road um, before you get to, to uh, Polo Club mm-hmm. and all and all of that. Right. So close to Hamburg. Yes. Yeah. Cl- close to the Hamburg Shopping yeah, Center. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just for people no. that don't know the area and are sure. listening. Sure. Yeah. 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 We're on sort of a southeast side mm-hmm. of town. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So the golf course is split up into various various parts. Right. And you know there was a driving range and all of that, and then the the cl- the, the club ha- or the um the country club house, and they had a pool and all of this stuff. Is the pool still open? 
Uh, the pool is no longer there. Oh, <laughs> like they filled it in with dirt? They tore it out oh. completely. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh. And then filled it in with dirt. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's not, and you can actually drive by if you're on Todd's Road going towards Manowar mm-hmm. or coming from Manowar. You can, you and can they see that. they filled that in because of this whole situation? Yeah, I think it was. all part of it? Yeah, it was just all part of it. So, and that's, that actually happened just this summer, mm, to tell you the truth, painful. not too long ago. Mm. So, you know, there was, there was a lot of concern in the neighborhood about developers coming right. in and cramming mm-hmm. townhouses and apartments in every single corner of the green space. And Lord knows, I mean, we have a lack of inventory. We need places for people oh, sure. to go. Yeah, yeah. But so, and you know, there's a lot of people, we don't back up to the golf course. We actually, you know, our fence ends at, at a, in another na- neighbor's backyard, mm-hmm. you know, but um, there's a lot of people around here who bought specifically mm-hmm. because right. it was on the golf course mm-hmm. area. So obviously you're going to be worried about this. And like I was saying, I've kind of gone through that and I like know the pain of, you know, having that kind of because right on top of you. when you were a little child. Yeah, right. It was taken away <laughs> yes, from you. Yes, it was, right. Yes. So, you know, the Neighborhood Association, they put up a big fight and kind of long story short-ish, not everybody in the neighborhood was on board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's extra money that was tacked on to people's homeowners association fees and and that kind of thing because the golf course wasn't collecting money and no money anymore to buy the green space to buy the, because the green space previously was owned by and operated yeah, by another company right 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 were, right, right. Had a, okay yeah and so to, that money is gone though the the money they'd made from the golfers uh, uh, yeah i honestly i i i i'm to tell you the truth, I didn't keep up with a ton. Yeah. Like, because it was, I was, it was thinking so... maybe the homeowners association fees would have gone down, but mm-hmm. they went up because they needed to buy the green space. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then some people's fees went up more than others. I don't know. You mm-hmm. know. You know. Neighborhood Facebook pages. Right. They're just like it's overwhelming. <laughs> kind of like kind of like looking at the next door. Yeah, that's even worse, yes. right? You know, here here's a here's a pro tip: don't get on the next door app. I'm just gonna say. Oh gosh. That's, that's, oh, oh yeah, it'll wear you out. But um. Yeah, so that that's kind of, that's the very very short version. And there were people in the neighborhood that were like really against, you know, putting extra money in. And why do I have to I'm do sure. this? And I'm already paying my homeowner's association fee, and I don't want to put extra on top of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and actually, we were a house a little divided on this. To mm-hmm. tell you the truth, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie because you know, John, you know, he's like, I don't want to pay this extra and whatever. And I'm like, but you don't understand if you don't, and developers Property come in. Good go down we're gonna be people are gonna be sitting on top of us mm-hmm. so ultimately it went back and forth i think wicker bank had ended up buying the country club and the golf course mm-hmm. and it went back and forth and back and forth been and eventually the homeowners prevailed and so now we own the golf course green space okay well that's good it is because it's really nice because I use it all the time. Are people around here all the time? What for, do you use it for? For walking on the golf Are on the cart any, pass. Oh, so you can walk on the golf. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yep. nice because that's that always bothered me that if and, and Rick's always wanted to live on a golf course uh, where there's just all these cart paths. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's my understanding that yep. you can't just walk no. your dog on the cart path. Right. So, <laughs> but now you can. <laughs> so when it when it was a golf course, that was super strictly regulated. Mm-hmm. Like you were not supposed to be walking, running, riding a bike, mm-hmm. walking your your dog, or pushing your baby or whatever on the. But but now, it's a, it's a whole, it's well, a neighborhood good. green space, so right? that works for all the people. Yeah, so much really, because I use it. I ride my bike and run and, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know. Oh, wow. So, it's, it's nice. really, it's re- it, that's actually really nice. Now, the thing of it is, they don't own the country club. Okay. Okay. So who owns the country club? And there's here? also been talk of the driving range. So, Some, the driving range is still there? It is. 
I mean, it's all over, you know, it's, it's not overgrown because they're actually, they get people out here and mow and, and that kind of thing. So, and the, the, and the neighborhood takes care of a lot of the green space mm-hmm. themselves. Like they'll put it on the Facebook page that somebody's going to go clean up a water area mm-hmm. or something like that. And so, um, so can you get a bucket of balls? Can you check out a bucket no, of balls? No, you're you not, bring- you're not allowed to golf. But you, so what's the driving range? What do you, it's, but- it's just out there as a green space. Like but it, you're not allowed to actually like new. use you. Nope. You're not even just you can't nope. even swing your driver. Nope. Okay. You can't absolutely. You absolutely. There's no golfing on the golf course. <laughs> but the driving range is still there. Well, yeah. Te- technically, it is. The okay. space is because okay, it's space it's just there. a green space. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So the country club is kind of up in the air. There was talk of of somebody looking at it to turn it into a restaurant, but. I don't know if that's fallen through or what. Um, it was really nice this summer, though. Uh, the homeowners association uh, people got food trucks out there. That's fine. And the Rock House beer tent and stuff. Okay. Uh, like a couple of weeks in June and July, and it was really nice because there was a ton of people that yeah, came out. We a had ton a food of people. truck come to the Firebrook subdivision. Uh, I don't know a couple months ago, and it was barbecue. Um, I forgot the name of the barbecue place right there in Beaumont. Jay, Jay, Jay Renders. Jay Renders. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And so, the, and they put it and they put all, they had three food trucks and the beer, the beer tent and they put it all on the parking lot of the country club. Mm-hmm. And then you could walk or drive or whatever. And yeah, it was, that, that was really cool. Well, and, and the way things have been with, um, the restrictions and shutdowns with COVID, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot more people are, making use of outdoor spaces and food trucks that people that don't oh, feel for comfortable sure. yeah. going to the restaurants. Yeah, for sure. So, so well, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the, the short ish version of, of the saga with, with the, with the golf so course. So is the saga continuing or is there like an official, like, are we done? We're not, we are and we aren't. So with the green space, I think we're done right mm-hmm. with the, with the, with the, with the what, what was the golf course. Mm-hmm. The problem now is there is a church that is not, mile from here on Todd's Road and it's right off of Todd's Road right before you get to Man of War mm-hmm. they have a big parcel of land that they've been talking about selling that backs up to a lot of these houses right and talking about putting a retirement type of mm-hmm. assisted living facility in there um, that would have like a cut through through and and that's just been a that's been a uh, that's the point of contention now mm-hmm. with a, a lot of people, people going don't want that new because no. same thing it'll take up some of the green space well that and they're talking about it being like three stories high oh. which would be higher than yeah. the houses and so they've been really there's been a lot of people active um trying to uh uh, you know, go to pl- planning and zoning meetings and, and things like that to yeah. try and voice their concerns. It hasn't happened, you know, they haven't started or, or anything yet, but there's been talk about that. So I, when I pulled up these sales for the past year, uh, I pulled up all the, all the things that are happening, the active listings, pending properties closed, uh, ones that have expired and ones that have been withdrawn. And there's quite a lot on here. Um, well, there's only one that's that's listed for sale right now. It's listed for three hundred and twenty thousand, and there are six houses that are currently under contract, waiting to close, and they range from the list price of three sixty nine nine to four fifteen. But forty houses have sold in the past year. Um, eight listings expired. I haven't done the. 
I haven't looked to see if any of those expired ones got relisted. So I should have done that before I um, started talking about that. But would you say, um, does that feel normal for you for this area? Or does that seem, because there are a lot of houses out here, or do you think it's increased because of this situation? Houses around here go quick. Even before this situation, mm-hmm. they sell quick. I, because again, I I run and bike and all, and that that's the other thing about this neighborhood is it's all sidewalks, mm-hmm. so it's really great. I or you know, and and honestly, the road's wide enough too that you don't have to get on. I don't like running on the sidewalk. So Same. so yeah. so you know, but but the it's 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 a really great like walking exercise mm-hmm. type of neighborhood, and you know, from what I've seen, a house will go up for sale, and the next week. You'll, or a couple of days later, you'll see like pending on it. Like they go quick. Yeah. It looks like the average over the past year. Now there's been a lot of things that have happened in this sure. past year because a year ago we didn't have. <laughs> right, right. Um, and I just was looking at some market statistics today and in all of Lexington, we only have 515 houses on the market right now, which is crazy. Wow. Crazy low. low yeah. That's low really number. low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the average days on market for the entire year is 68, but the minimum is zero days on the market. And um, the longest one took 710 days to sell. I don't know what happened with that house. Hmm. Am I seeing that right? Maybe I don't need my glasses here. Yeah, 710 days. But the zero, the one that sold in zero days on the market, day one, that was, well, that was October. Okay. That was October yeah. of 2019. And then in June of 2020, there was one that sold day one on the market. In uh, August, two, there's one that sold two days on the market. So, yeah, they're... If they're decent, they're going fast. Yeah, they they go quick. And again, like I said, you know, it's really interesting in this neighborhood because you, you know, if if you want a basement, there's houses with basements. Mm -hmm. If you don't want a basement, like we have a cross space, um, you know, you you can have that. You can, like I said, I think there's probably some slab homes around here. You know. Do you know if there's many one-story homes out here? uh, Yeah, yeah. If you go down the hill. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, down Forest Hill, uh, towards towards the Todd's Roadside, um, then yeah, yeah, you're gonna get those smaller. And then if you go across Todd's Road, it's that's you know you get Andover Forest, which is a lot of the bigger houses, but then you've got like Autumn Ridge and Pleasant Ridge, and again, those are smaller single family homes that that are only one story. Well, that's good to know. I've got someone looking for a one-story house over in this area right now. There's a, right now, there's nothing. There's nothing on the market. There's only one house, like I said, one house listed in Andover Hills right now. Um, so I uh, saw that this subdivision is very close to Jacobson Park. Can we is. talk about that for a minute? Sure, yeah. So actually, and again, because I run and bike and all that stuff, um, uh, we're literally, um, our house that sits on Forest Hill Drive, if you go down, you go down to Andover Andover Hill Drive, and then you go up to Winter Hill, and you go, I, I, you is can... Is that a walking, you, walking distance? You can, it's probably about a mile from, okay. from where we are now, but it, you can access the back of the park. And there's a lot of houses on Winter Hill Lane back up in there that back up to Jacobson Park. Mm-hmm. I haven't spent a lot of time out there because like I said this is on the other side of town um I have taken my dog when he was younger he's eight now and he doesn't do so well around other dogs now but when he was younger and had so much energy I used to take him to the Wellington Dog Park mm-hmm. all the time and I always said I'd take him to Jacobson Park and I never did it's because a it's a huge longer drive. dog park do you have you have a dog I, I do you did. she's a bulldog she doesn't oh, she, she doesn't, doesn't need to run she around. doesn't do dog parks our, our backyard's enough for her but um Jacobson Dog Park is huge. Is like there, it's two giant dog parks. Okay. Yeah. Do, do they do any? 
do any of the dogs have access to any of them or are they restricted to certain sizes? No, no Wellington, I, any of the dog, there were two sections and okay. any dog could go to any side. And sometimes it was a problem. You'd see a, a an aggressive dog or a little dog mm-hmm. with a big aggressive yeah, dog. Yeah. And it'd be nice if it was separated. I don't know, but I think there's enough room um, just from what I've seen mm-hmm. that you could like restrict your dog mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying like right. you could like keep them in that area because yeah. they're the the two the two areas that they have for the dogs are gigantic plus they have frisbee golf out there they have people fish out there all the mm-hmm. time like that you have to have a fishing license you do yeah. yeah yeah but people fish out there all the time there's a giant giant lake out there they have paddle boats i've seen the paddle boats mm-hmm. and i've never been on them another one of the things i said i would always do but i didn't do and i don't I, know why have you I, done that before i worked at the paddle boats oh, one summer did. yeah yeah um i mean you literally just sit in the little it's a two two-seater yeah right? like, yeah and you, you, you just paddle, paddle it your, yeah it's just but you know if if you had a kayak or a canoe or you something could take it out there? yeah you could take it out there I think I've, I want to say I've seen people, you know, those like little mini sail, like one person sailboats and okay. stuff. They, a sailboat? Yeah, a little, there. well, like a little, a li- they have little ones. Like a little remote control one? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, one that you actually get Like in. a little one for one person that you can get in and sail it. It's it's small, small. So is it like uh, just one round lake? Or yeah. Or is it... Uh, like streams nah, where you can no it, no 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 it's just like one big it's it's a big lake though it's a real big lake and i know they've done are they still doing i don't pay attention to these things because my kids are grown now but they used to do kite festivals mm-hmm. and movie yep. nights yep. outdoor movie yep. nights are they still doing oh that? yeah yeah all, all, that? all that stuff so well i mean not now obviously for reasons but uh, yeah, normally they would have the kite festival out there in the spring, and then they have have movie nights because it's funny because it's all free too, right? Yeah, yeah, because you can actually you can actually hear the movie, and then from here to us to tell you the truth, which is it's fine. But I, as I would love to live in a house over there that backs up to the park, but oh, but 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 so but fun. but in October during Halloween they have fright nights out there. So is they that have, in Jacobson Park? Uh huh. Yep. Fright night. Yeah. Tell me, I've been to a fright night or two, but so, they freak me out because these people that are actors, how do you really know that's an actor? Yeah, yeah, how do you right. really know that person with a chainsaw is an actor? I mean, well, I might really be somebody that's legit yeah. with a chainsaw, <laughs> ready to chop you up. Like, yeah. It freaks me out a little bit. So, yeah, they but they have like, I think they have like a couple of attractions out there. It's it's a company that does it, but you know, it's uh, there's a lot of people that, that, that it attracts. Now, they're probably not going to do it this year again for reasons, but uh, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff stuff that goes on at Jacobson Park and it's a you know it's a nice park to walk in they got mm-hmm. playgrounds there's um ton well, of stuff Rick and I have our 30th anniversary next month and we decided to do a photo shoot because it's just sounded like fun and we've never done one so we met with a photographer and we went to Gratz Park for the mm-hmm. first half and then we went to Jacobson Park for the other half and I always love the pictures that I see of people in th- this tree area mm-hmm. and there's they, they must have been planted because no trees grow in straight lines but when you take a picture in this tree area um they're they're just so cool because they're lined up and they've got these canopies of of leaves and and um moss hanging down yeah i'm anxious yeah. we don't have them back yet i'm anxious to get those back yeah yeah, because Jacobson Park, when you back the the back of the park, it's got that with the pine trees. It's got this really cool pine tree thing that's kind of all lined up. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, when we were talking about the HOA fees going up a little bit, we didn't talk about what they are. Do you mind to share with me what yours are? 
if I could remember, I totally would. Um, I want to say it's like four hundred and some dollars, like four hundred and thirty dollars. Four hundred and thirty. Thirty something. Yeah, so four hundred ish for yeah. this area, but mm-hmm. some areas are higher in summer. That was again. That was my understanding, just kind of from piecing things together on you know people's Facebook arguments. I mean, you know, you can't always believe what you read on the internet or Facebook for that matter. But um, yeah, I think ours are in, in like that four four thirty range. And then. One of the articles I read when I was looking at some of this information about the golf course mentioned this. It said the six subdivisions. Do you know which six subdivisions were a part of that? Or I guess it doesn't really matter anymore. So I know we were Andover Forest was back whatever is back past Winter Hill Lane back in that area is another subdivision and I'm, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Autumn Ridge is not. Okay. I believe Autumn Ridge is not. It's Brighton East. Brighton East I don't think it is either. Walnut Ridge? No. Okay. All right. Well, that is good information about yeah. Andover Hills. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. We didn't talk a whole lot. We talked about your bourbon room. Yeah. But we didn't talk about you and where you lived before you moved to Lexington. And you said you moved here and you went to a townhouse. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Then you, what brought you to Lexington and what do you, what do you like about Lexington? Yeah. So, so sure. So, um, you know, I came here for school in 1993. You went to UK? Yeah. Graduated, left, came back in 2000. Where, where did you go when you left? Northern Kentucky. I taught high school. That's we we won't talk about that. I don't know that we did talk about that, no. but I'm curious because you know I used to teach high school. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it took two years and I was done. Um, <laughs> I lasted seven and okay, yeah, four in public. I, <laughs> or the other way around. Actually, I la- I lasted two. Although I did enjoy coaching basketball. That was fun. Just real I'd, quick, and then we won't talk about I'd, it. <laughs> I taught I taught social studies. Okay, freshman. I was, was math. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm bless anybody who does that. Um, yeah, for real. Now. Yeah, so I came back, and uh, we were actually living, let's see, we lived in the Heritage Apartments for a while. Then we moved over to Malibu Drive, which those apartments are no longer there. They tore them all down, and they built new ones. Um, the Malibu Drive apartment that we lived in, that thing was huge. It was gigantic. It was two floors. Malibu Drive is off of... Taste Creek. Tate's Creek. Right behind Tate's Creek. No, no, no. No. Just off Tate's Creek. Just off of Tate's Creek. And it goes up to Lansdowne. Okay. You can take Malibu up to Lansdowne. Mm -hmm. And it backs up to where we live, backed up to Tate's Creek, uh, um, not center, um, where Drake's in. Okay. Yeah. uh, That Lansdowne Center, whatever it's called. But that apart, that apart, that townhouse was ridiculously big. It was really big, but it was old. And they ended up tearing them down. Hmm. They built new ones. Then we moved from there to Dabney Drive, which is just literally down the street from where we are now on Forest Hill. And then we got married in 2004. And then we decided we wanted to buy a house. And so we started looking and here we are. Been so you've here. always been in this general area Yeah, yeah. Which is good for us because... Um, my husband works in Frankfurt. Okay. That yeah. was going to be one of my questions. Mm-hmm. Like how long, what is your commute to Frankfurt, to yeah. Georgetown, to Louisville, sure. to Richmond? Yeah. So my husband works in Frankfurt and I work in Richmond, right? Oh, I work okay. at, I work at EKU. We are it's just a hop, skip and a jump from here, isn't it? Yes. We are literally two miles from the interstate. Okay. I can tell you that. From I-75. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so it takes him about 40 minutes and it takes me about 25. That's interesting that it's 40 minutes for him to get to Frankfurt because from my house on the other side of town, it takes 40 minutes to get to Frankfurt. 
it's just it's just opposite opposite starting in the on the opposite side right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i guess i guess that makes sense because you could hit uh from I go all the back rows. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All the back yeah. Rows. I just yeah. follow my navigation. And, yeah. Um, so, how long did you say to Richmond? So it's about twenty five minutes to Richmond. Gosh, that's not bad at all. No. So, so like I said, in in so I go south, he goes north. You know, to sixty four, and then when I was working in Midway before I started working at EKU, it took me about thirty minutes to get to Midway. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty five minutes though. There are people that commute in Lexington, right? Going from one place in Lexington <laughs> yeah. to another place in Lexington, where it takes yeah. twenty. So minutes. I, I tell people all the time, we're like, "Oh, don't you want to get a job at, at UK?" And and you know, your commute will be shorter. And I'm like, "Well, first of all, I really like working at EKU, and second of all, no, my commute wouldn't be shorter because right. I literally have to go all the way across town." Although I tell people that where we live, I feel like it's twenty minutes to get to anywhere in Lexington. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it was 22 minutes. Yeah, right. When I put it in my navigation mm-hmm. from my house, 22 minutes. Um, and I'm over in Firebrook, mm-hmm. um, down Harrisburg Road, outside of Manowar. Right. Yeah. So Not bad. I feel like it's about 20 minutes to get to, to, to anywhere in Lexington. What's it like to live over here as far as like your daily things that you do? Where do you shop? Where do you grocery shop? Where do you eat? What do you like to do on this side of town? So that's what's awesome about Lexington, in my opinion, is that wherever your enclave is wherever your neighborhood that you live is you've got like you don't have to necessarily go somewhere else to 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 shop or to eat or to to do whatever so you know we've got kroger over here right off richmond road there Mm -hmm. uh we got walmart out in hamburg Um, you know, there's uh, Double Dogs. We go Double Dogs a lot because their patio is awesome. I don't know um, Double Dogs. What is Double Dogs? So it's just like a sports type that bar. The, that's not in Hamburg though, right? That's... Yeah, it, it's it literally a mile from here. Maybe I have been there. Yeah. It's so, a few years old? Yeah, they got a ton okay. of TVs. They got a ridiculous yeah. amount of TVs. Okay. Like they got more TVs than a place should have. Right. But, you know, we go there because it's literally a mile from, from the house. Mm-hmm. There's a Drake's out here. There's a Malone's. There's a Harry's. El Marriott. Do you go to the Drake's in Hamburg or yeah. off of Taste Creek Road? Uh, up here in Hamburg. Okay. Yep. There's an El Mariachi. What is that? Oh, Me- Mexican. Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. that just opened that I've been to like a bunch of times. What's it's, your favorite thing there? Do they have good margaritas? They do have good margaritas. They have these this four taco option that you get chorizo, mm. carne asada, chicken, and then something else is very delicious. Oh, that's um, amazing. So, you know, there's a ton, ton of places, ton of places to eat around, around Are there here. any unique places that you don't find other places in Lexington? Um, not necessarily, uh, but I will say that Shamrock's Patchin is exceptionally close to here. <laughs> yeah. Sh- Shamrock's is, um, Irish. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, but it's it's yeah, it's a it's a is local place. It burgers, place. burgers. burgers. I, I've been, but I've, it's been a long time. I couldn't even. Yeah, they got the they got all kinds of stuff. Sandwiches. They got all kinds of stuff. But that's like our favorite place in the whole entire world. What's your favorite so. thing to eat there? Everybody always asks me that, mm-hmm. and like it just depends. Honestly, it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Right. It really does. Their their hamburgers are fantastic. Um, you know, this, all their food is really good, and they have breakfast on Saturdays and Sundays. Do I they have a brunch. It's a yeah. It's from ten to two. Mm-hmm. To tell you the truth, I don't know why anybody would go to like a chain restaurant place for breakfast because Shamrock's breakfast is awesome. It's huge. It's not expensive. And you don't have to wait an hour and a half for a table. Would you say that it's similar maybe to Winchell's? Because Winchell's is one of our favorite places to go for going to brunch. Like if we're going to totally pig out on an omelet 
we like to go to Winchell's. It is. It is a little bit. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's that similar kind. It's a lo- that local vibe mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, we're gonna yeah. have to come and do that now. For you sure. said Saturdays and Sundays ten to two. Or Saturdays so? and Sundays ten to two. Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, well, what, any other tidbits of information you want to share about Lexington, what you like to do, where you like to go, what you love about your neighborhood? Well, I mean, you know, ideally I would be getting ready for tailgate season, but you know. (laughs) Did we, we did we establish that that is not happening yeah, this year? That's not happening. But we're playing football, but with no fans or with fans. Uh, do I don't. Know? I don't even know. I don't even know. But I can't tailgate, so I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is the same, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, that's you know that's we're, like my thing. No, and I you know I think if somebody is thinking about moving to Lexington, or if somebody's thinking about like moving to a different part of Lexington from where you are now. Um, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, traffic in Hamburg, blah, blah, blah. Ah, that's not true. You just kind of got to figure out how to navigate it. Well, when I'm coming to Hamburg, I try to schedule when possible, uh, my commute to be somewhere between 10 and two mm-hmm. <laughs> or not at five o'clock. <laughs> right. Cause well, if you stay off, honestly, if you stay off man of war, you're fine to tell you the truth. Yeah. So, um, tomorrow, do you know what tomorrow is? I do not. Or is it tomorrow? Is it, wait, no, two days from now. What is today? Thursday? Yes. Saturday. Okay. Do you know what Saturday oh, is? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's te- technically the Derby. It's I don't, so weird. I had a meltdown in May um, on the actual Derby day because we always have a huge Derby party here. Do you? Yeah, we have like 30 people in the mm-hmm. house, right? And do again, you tulips? Huge. Oh, yeah. Huge backyard. We got a big backyard mm-hmm. and then and all of that stuff. And it just, it really, it it sucked, <laughs> for <laughs> lack of a better word. It does. It really sucked Stupid that we didn't COVID. get to have it. And, you know, I'm just kind of, kind of like, meh, I'll probably watch it, but. Yeah, I don't, it's just weird. It's just weird. You can't have Derby in September. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't care for that at all. But, you know, what can you do? Are we having Keeneland in th- October? Like think, normal Keeneland? I think, no. They're no. talking about Keeneland, but no fans, probably. Huh. So I wonder you, if they'll probably still have the drive-by betting. Oh, yeah. You'll, and and you'll watch it on TV. Be able to bet on your phone and mm-hmm. whatever. TVG hmm. app and stuff. So, oh, yeah. Well, what kind of positive net can we end this on? Because that's always a depressing subject and everybody's tired of talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of- Right, yeah. Oh, well, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I love living in Lexington. Yeah. Um, that's why I, I wanted to come back here, you know, um, after I graduated and then, you know, moved to Northern Kentucky for two years. And then I was like, nah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to come back. I, you know, I didn't want to leave, but sometimes you got to get where the jobs are. But, you know. You, you know, one of my favorite things that I don't think I've talked about this on any of my other podcasts, but the weather the I've lived in various places in the country and we might not have the best weather and we might have seasons where we have a lot of rain, but for the most part, you don't have, I mean, there might be a tiny little tornado that comes through occasionally, but we lived in Kansas for a few years. And I mean, there's just no comparison when you're talking about tornadoes. And uh, we lived in California for a year and you've got the earthquakes. And here it's just, there's no hurricanes. Um, it's the weather's not bad. No, it's not. And, and, you know, there's tons of restaurants, there's tons of, you know, there's craft beer places, you know, there's. There's a lot of culture in the area that I don't think people realize. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you live here long enough, you you still don't realize it. And sometimes, honestly, and that's it's taken us people coming from out of town saying, do you want to go do this and this? And we're like, oh, yeah, like go to a horse farm or, <laughs> you know, do a horse farm tour or something like right. that. But, you know, there's a ton there's a ton of stuff to do here. And, you know, sometimes you don't want to, but sometimes you got to get out of your little 
your 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 area of town and mm-hmm. go to another area of town. Well, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this more than once, right. but on, on our side, we we love sushi, and when we go out to eat, we go to Zen. Sure. And um, sometimes it's like, huh. I never even considered going to another place because why not go to Zen? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for all of your insight. And I have found it very helpful and appreciate you having me over tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm more than happy to answer anybody's questions, you know. Well, you're now my go-to expert for this area. For sure. Yeah. Like I said, we've been living over here since 2005 and... I honestly don't think we're going to move out of this house anytime soon just because I hate moving. (laughs) You'd have a lot of bourbon to pack up. Yes, we do. (laughs) And I like looking around this room right now. I'm like, no, 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 we're just, we're going to stay here. So it's awesome. All right. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you.